It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Hey everybody, Mark and Shane here. It's the Gentleman's Club podcast. Shane, I have a theory on Elon Musk that's different that's different than what I initially thought in my head. And I just came up with this theory five minutes ago and I feel like it's all clicking in. Okay. It's all clicking. It's all making sense. You got to be such a sad boy that Twitter's dying. Yeah, man. Well, let's we'll get into the Twitter stuff in a second. First, we have to um, talk about the the roast battle we had at Three Heads Brewing, or you had yeah. at Three Heads Brewing, um, the inner loop. And who ended up? Was it Kai that ended up winning? I won. Yeah. Nice. So here's the deal. Um, for those of you guys, oh guys no, is there a controversy that didn't come out? Um, uh, I guess there should be, but I don't know because um, okay. nobody talks to me. But so, for those of you that don't know the show, don't know what it entails, real quick, it's was a sixteen round bracket style tournament with these comics. We roasted each other. They also got forced to eat progressively spicier sauce. Um, we got to the championship round, and Kai won because the other person couldn't perform we got because it was too spicy the round before was too spicy that that knocked her out like she like literally didn't even get on stage to go literally didn't even go on stage hasn't this kind of half happened before where people got on stage and they just gave up because they did yeah they did the they did but they did that last sauce and then they tried and then they just were like they were like i'm out okay but this is the first time we were like all right time for the championship round and kai walked out and then nobody else did. And then so Kai just won because she was able to stand. Like literally the other comic that came in second place. When I found her, she was keeled over and I thought she was fucking dead. <laughs> who was it? Who was it? Uh, she is the one that got the bye through the first round because the she was going up against sick Todd Gerslin and Todd went home um, because he was sick. So she got the buy through that round, and then yeah, yeah she got the guess of the uh, the championship. But <clears throat> so what's yeah, the controversy? I mean, the controversy should be that Kai won without going up against anybody. I think I also think Kai that... didn't eat the last sauce. Okay, you're st- so, so you're hosting this thing. It's got no controversy, and you're trying to rev up some controversy. I'd like some controversy. Um, yeah, it, it, I want these comics to be more upset about it. And the fact that they aren't shows that they're bad people. Um, the fact that you, you aren't more upset that you lost makes me upset, but no, like, so Kai won. I mean, did she deserve it? That's up to the comics to decide. I'm here to host. I'm bipartisan. You know, I'm just here. Whatever. I, ate the sauce we had it was a really fucking awkward way to end a show we're like all right championship brown no there's no championship round and then yeah. the co-host michael cologne you know he's like we oh somebody's gotta eat the sauce and he ate the final chip and then just left like he chugged a thing of milk and then left and then it was just me on stage in front of sure. 76 of the drunkest fucking lunatics in Rochester because if you drink one three heads beer you legally can't drive for the next month and a half because they're so fucking strong yeah and these people have been drinking for four hours so we made them wait two hours for some fucking reason 
That's so, that's just about to come out and say it was a, it was a successful show. <laughs> it was pure chaos at the end because like the the guy that I'm running the show with is actively puking in the road. He ran out of an like a emergency exit to go throw up. So the alarm was going off. The person that came in second, I'm checking to make sure that they aren't fucking dead. The championship person, you know, is just not doing well either. She so me and Kai split the chip. At the end, I mean, and the sauce was bad. I'm not gonna lie, it was bad. I yeah. still shitting fire, but I guess this the the second round before not great. So I don't know. Thank you for doing it, Mark. And yeah, yeah. I don't know if you agree with me that Mike's this is the co-host. Yeah, Mike, um, his the way he goes about things, it just is very confusing to me. All right, I'm listening. He, you know, because we go back and forth of which one of us is on stage during the battles. For me, I just kind of like kind of stand off to the side a little bit, right? I'm just there to kind of referee a little bit. Maybe I'll throw in a comment every once in a while if I want to, but I'm mostly like, let's shine a light on these other comics. Mike's style is to put himself right in the middle of them. In fact, in front of them, front of the stage, and then just to violently shit on them and then it comes time to do this show next year and he's like i can't believe we can't like we can't find comics for the show we're struggling to find comics for the show it's like i don't know maybe it's because you called them pieces of shit (laughs) every one of them and you hold the like the other thing mike does and uh and this doesn't have to be a shit on mike podcast but he doesn't listen to these so it doesn't matter the other thing Mike does, and I don't know if this is a choice that you'd make yourself. Okay. But he, he tells the the crowd to get into a, a fervor <laughs> and they, to get riled up. And he, he yeah. tells them to actively boo and hackle people, which is actually like the opposite of what comedians want. Yeah. yeah. So that also seems like a reason why we're not able to get comedians to come back to our shows and also why audience members might not want to come back because they're standing next to some fucking guy who's yelling and booing and doing his own. Like there was people in the crowd. They were having their own roast battle against the comics and doing better than most of the comics. (laughs) Because the other thing we forget is that we make these fucking comics eat the sauce that just gives them diarrhea for five days. (laughs) And at that same time that they're suffering in pain and can't talk or think really, there is a guy on stage that's drunk yelling at them and calling them pieces of shit and mm-hmm. saying they're not you're not fucking funny. This was dog shit. These guys fucking suck. Kill them. Let's all fucking kill them. And then um, then that's over. And then I have to follow that. And I don't know. Maybe just, these are just choices. I don't know. Um, but once again, thank you for coming out to the show, Mark. For, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't know if it was awkward. Like, I feel awkward that it was me that was on stage for you when you went up against Ryan Garcia. I would say you guys did the best out of mm. the comics. It kind of sucked that it was. I don't know Ryan Garcia, but all all you did was say nice things about him. When I was like, oh, who's this Ryan Garcia person? You're like, oh, he's like it's some young guy and he's really good. Yeah. He's yeah, a, a, really funny. He's really funny. Um, and 
I was like, oh, okay, so I'll probably just lose to him. And I and I ended up winning, but he did very well. Like it was very was, close. It was an enjoyable set between both of us. Yeah, so you guys did you guys both did very well, and it's awkward, obviously, because like he knows that I know you. He knows that we yeah. do 17 podcasts together. Um, so he's probably like, oh, Shane just you know, muscle market, but it was literally like it, you guys, it's all based on crowd interaction. Right. And here's the problem. I'm fucking deaf. I'm fucking deaf. So when I go like, all right, who thinks that Mark's move on to the next round? What I hear is, ah, and then I go, Hey, who, who thinks Ryan should go to the next round? And I hear, ah, and I go, (laughs) fuck. All right, let's do it again. And it's just the same level. And I'm just like, I heard one or two more people that were, more you know into mark and i heard one person <laughs> heckling ryan a little bit more it's just it's, it's all very stupid but <clears throat> yeah i mean look, but i think i didn't win this thing so it's not yeah. like he doesn't have to be worried we're just like oh mark went through and destroyed everybody i immediately lost the next round it's just i think the problem with it is that for at least for me i only write for the first first person mm-hmm. and then i'm i just go oh i'm not going to make it to the next round and then when i do i go yikes and then i have to write for every else which mm-hmm. so unfortunately ryan got mark at two weeks of thinking about it and then the next person got mark just meeting them for the first time sure. and trying to figure out a joke that would fit with the lakers jersey they were wearing yeah and that's and so that's that's all that happened there and yeah ryan was great it's there's hilarious. no winners like i mean there's actively people tanking during the show because it's like oh i can get to the next round but then the next round, I have to light my fucking whole body on fire with a sauce that's named after the Holocaust, you know, and it's just like, do I really want that? Is that worth a $200 cash prize? Yeah. I don't probably not. But thank He's, you for doing it. Yeah, the, the, my notes were that Ryan's very funny. And that that was great. Fun, it was got good. it. Well, I mean, consolation prize. We should have Ryan on one of our shitty uh you know, stand-up shows. Our good really- stand-up shows, Shane. Get no, out of here. Put them, no, we don't give him a good one. We give him a shitty one. Yeah, I promise you, I don't think, I think, if anything, Shane would be harsher on me. Like, I don't, th- like, there's no colluding here for 200 fucking dollars, all right? And I lost anyway, so there's that. So, it was the yin and yang, because you, the next time you had Michael as your host, and he hates your fucking guts. <laughs> that's what I, all right, that's what I was going to bring that there's up. Nothing, there's nothing you could have done that <laughs> would have helped you win. I mean, here's the thing. I was up against, I think her name's Nikki? Is it Nikki? Or something like that. Could be Nell. Nell, she was, she was a doctor, and she was in a Lakers jersey. Yeah. I had met her for the very first time. And so no, I deserved to lose that round. Like it wasn't a great round, but I think she got more pops than I did. So it was, it was nothing like where I'm like, oh, she, she she's she's fine that she she moved on. Like there's nothing, nothing like that. But I was thinking because there's always been the thing where I'm like, oh, Michael Cologne seems like he doesn't like me. And then yeah, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what you did. I went to the roast and and I, and I think I realized something. I went to the roast and at first. I was like talking with Michael and I was like, oh, he's he's being nice to me. Like he's, you know, he he came and talked to me for a little bit. I know he was like busy doing stuff. You know, you're trying to put on a show. And I was like, oh, OK, so maybe he maybe it's just all in my head or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the first round happens and then I go on to the second round and on the second round. He did exactly what you said, but maybe he's doing it to everybody where I made a joke. And again, 
shit, I did bad the second round. I lost and I deserve to have lost. But like right after I was done making the joke, he took the microphone that he had because he has a microphone yeah. and he started booing into it. Yeah, no. And I was like, wait. And I said on stage, I was like, wait, you're allowed to boo it at me? Like, I thought it was supposed to be the crowd, not the dude with the loudest mic on the stage booing me. And then yeah. I was like, OK, well, what was the reason for that? I'm like, oh, is it maybe he maybe he just doesn't care for me a little bit. And maybe by the second round, he was just very drunk. And the drunkenness brought it out more than the beginning of the night. My theory is that he he believes that there can only be one successful Latino person on a stage. I'm not a Latino. <laughs> You're Spanish. <laughs> what? You're not all white. Okay. <laughs> right? Isolate it. So, <laughs> You're not all white. <laughs> yeah. You're not all white. So you're something, right? Something and, and spicy. I'm, this is not me. I'm just talking through Michael, right? I think yeah. that he he's, he's the racist. He he can sense a little Latin flavor in you, and he's like, I gotta take this sucker down. Maybe he's Puerto Rican. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's something because us whites, we just try to lift ourselves up, you know. Well, that's, us, just, that's just what we do. So I mean, so Kai's gonna be on a show with us in January. Yeah, She's and we're gonna, gonna we're gonna force her to eat. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Hey, guy, you thought you couldn't eat hot sauce? <laughs> well, it's happening again, baby. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's invite um, let's invite Ryan then. We should. He's funny, so so we'll invite him too and see if, if he's able to do it. We're we're gonna be doing stand up at uh, Carlson on January seventh. Well, we'll give you real info. This should is kind have, of like we couldn't have picked January sixth. Well, I was going to say, this is the celebration. <laughs> yeah. We should do a celebration. We do an anniversary. Every an anniversary. <laughs> um, we got to get, what's his name? Schizo? What's, who's the guy that was from Rochester? I mean, he's probably in prison. It's going to be tough to get him. Oh, we, I know maybe we can Skype about. him in. Ratso or Ra- yeah. <laughs> some fucking Schizo. whatever the fuck. I, I loved this part, too, um, of, of the roast is some behind the scenes stuff here is that we um yeah or you you and Michael made like a, a Google Doc yeah for everybody because you know no like a lot of people don't know each other mm-hmm. and my my um my theory on these roasts is not only do we not know each other as comics but the people the audience, in the audience yeah. because nobody knows who the fuck we are because we're just a bunch of shitty Rochester comedians nobody none of them know who you are so mm-hmm. all they know is what they're looking at mm-hmm. so like all my jokes were hey this is how this person looks. You know, mm-hmm. you look like this. OK, there, because the, nobody else knows anything about you. Right. Yeah. And you shouldn't depend on people. Like, I think somebody tried to make fun of. They were like, oh, Mark's kind of a celebrity. And I was like, that is the biggest bird yeah. of the night, because nobody in the everybody in the audience is now utterly confused at what you're talking about, because mm-hmm. even if I have some semblance of fame in Rochester, it's not from anybody knowing what I look like. Sure. Yeah. Right. So even that. So. Either way, um, yeah, so- no, you with those you I've told these other comics that have asked me, like, well, what should you do? And it's like, you should definitely just make fun of how people look like, 100%, uh, because yeah. like, like, like you said, nobody knows who you are. It's not the celebrity roast. Like nobody knows who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. So you, you're to do one of those jokes where it's about somebody's hobbies or whatever. You have to do that preamble of like, you know, fucking 
Mark over here, he likes to rollerblade. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. you already halfway lost our attention. It'd be better to just go like, Mark looks like a fucking poop <laughs> schmear. And then yeah, it, like, <laughs> I will, I will say though, my favorite joke of the night. Uh, fuck, I can't, now I can't remember her name um, off the top of my head. I think it was Rachel Warmuth. She was going up against Kevin Markman, and it was just so out of left field. Were you there for that one? I think I was in the other room, but I know Kevin Markman lost to her, right? Yeah, and the joke, and now I'm like, I'm not going to remember it completely, but it was something along the lines of like, Kevin sucks his cream pies out of his (laughs) wife. (laughs) And that just goes because he's that full of himself or something like it was something along those lines, but just the, the line sucking cream pies out of his wife was like, this is, this is why I do this. This Yeah, this is why. Um, This is why. So we made a Google doc and I think like I, I put stuff on there. Like we're supposed to put facts about ourselves so that other comics could look at it and maybe come up with material. And I put stuff like, you know, I have a bunch of kids. I got fired from radio and I, uh, I have goats or whatever, you know, just like stuff that's you're able to make fun of as I assumed. I look and I'm, I'm sure these people, the people had this, are are these things but like 50 percent of the people were like i'm autistic i have multiple personality disorder i've tried to kill myself seven times i'm depressed i'm anorexic i want to kill myself and this was like 50 percent of the comics and i was looking at it going like are we we should not be making fun of these people <laughs> right like if you tell me i'm I have ADHD, I'm autistic, I'm anorexic, multiple personality disorder, and I want to kill myself. I'm sorry, I'm not making fun of any of those things. Yeah, it seems like you're really daring them to do it. Yeah, no, so I saw that, and I am I cannot believe that nobody touched the autistic stuff all night. I was so surprised. There was not a single autistic show. <laughs> but, I mean, shout out to... Um, RJ's um, sauce because they they give a portion of their proceeds to like an autistic charity, right? Well, they had to after or, that list on Google Docs. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I was like, and I was like, maybe we give a portion of our proceeds to that same organization. But then I saw that Google Doc, and I was like, we are already raising enough money for these <laughs> autistic people in Rochester. People. We're giving them a platform to do a show we have most of the autistic people in rochester on the, the show tonight community yeah it was dude i it, mark's not kidding it's every other comic because like and I'm, I'm, not gonna, autistic. I'm not gonna make fun of that <laughs> like i understand that that's a, something that you are no, I'm, that's how like, you that's, lose a crap yeah. That's, yeah i'm not gonna make fun of people that are autistic and i'm not like going like well oh, they're like... black obviously <laughs> you make fun yeah. of that yes but autistic oh, i want to be able to see it you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to be visibly autistic to make you know, fun of it. You know what? I think this was one of the I, I mean, look, I did the typical Mark thing was where immediately after losing, I go, sorry, Shane, I'm going home and watching TV. And then I went home, which is I know that's 100 percent something I do every time. So to me, it was honestly, especially with the spiciness of the sauces, it was a very this was the best one, the best time I've had. Well, I, had I was going to ask beers. you, how bad was your second sauce? 
this it wasn't that bad. It was actually kind of nice. Because Elena, nice. Al- Elena said that, I was that dying. It, it looked like you were malfunctioning. <laughs> She's like, I was looking at Mark and he kept on going like, you know, like his face just kept on making like he was like blinking and smiling and then frowning and then smiling. And it was like, it, it was like you were robotic. And I was like, oh, I guess the sauce must have got him. I just liked it that much. <laughs> I mean, it's just that uncomfortable. I, I think I just from what I remember, when I, I've only ever made it to the second round. The other time I made it to the second round, I feel like it was worse. But I could just be misremembering. Here's here's what I would say. You guys yeah. don't have to do the hot sauce, right? There's that. Also, maybe you could just put a closer at the end or something if you're worried about how this thing ends. Where because by the I, end, none of these comics have written. No, no, none of these Rochester comedians are writing jokes about 16 people. Mm-hmm. It's they're just not happening, you know. So by the end, everybody's just making stuff up. Yeah. No, all those are good ideas. I don't know who in their right mind would want to headline one of these shows. Because at the end of the night, dear God, it is okay. it is bad. Is I'll, I would headline if Michael Cologne's on stage booing me into a mic. <laughs> yeah. While I like, I completely forgot. Like there, we they, we did a long hiatus from doing these roast battles at three heads, and part mm-hmm. of it was, and this is by the owner, was like the last time you did it. It got really chaotic in in there, and it got kind of scary. And I, I think on this podcast, I blame the axes and ales guy for what he did. But now after doing the show, like, oh fuck, it's our fault because we have one host that's riling the crowd up and yeah. going like, boo these people, <laughs> make sure they listen on the Google Doc. Half of them said they want to kill themselves, and one of them doesn't do it tonight. We fucked up. Like it's, it's bad. You do, yeah. You guys do set up a situation where, like, like you walk in and like three heads is a real nice place, and the stage looks nice, and there's lighting and stuff going on, and it's like, oh, okay, this is like a nice atmospheric place. You know, it's not like some crappy coffee shop that we're trying to do comedy at. It's like this is a place where people could laugh, but then you guys clear out all the tables, like you're you're clearing the pit for a mm-hmm. metal show. And then everybody's like weirdly standing. And then, you, yeah, you guys get on stage and you're like, if someone's bad, boo them, heckle them, yell mm-hmm. at them. And it's like immediately I'm like, OK, well, I don't want to go on stage. <laughs> and, then, and then it's like, also, before you do this, this carefully curated set that depends on timing and saying words correctly, why don't you eat the spiciest food known to man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, it's yeah, great. I I can't believe we have a tough time filling out these brackets. You know, it's just like every year we just have a tough time, and I I don't I don't get it. Yeah, it's weird to do comedy with people that are standing. It's weird because you yeah. it is uncomfortable because it's like, you know, you feel like they're not as receptive. You feel like at any time they could rush a stage. I you when especially when it's in like a drinking setting. I don't. It always gives me like early Nazi party vibes for some reason. If I'm talking to a microphone in front of people that are drinking and standing and like cheering, like I feel a little, a little Hitlery. Yeah. We need to do it into, so it can be more like a, a South American communist. We need to do it into like a really shitty megaphone. Yes. Yeah. You know, get them riled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I maybe mean, we should. I don't think we can get a comic, but maybe we should get a band at the end or something like that. That would probably make sense, but that's tough. 
Maybe right. get, get like somebody to play like light acoustic guitar at the end to kind of set the you know bring the mood, you know, to yeah, a less t- get in the tweeds. Part, you know, yeah. get get a jumbo shrimp there. Do some uh, do some Eve six covers. We're good. This is um uh, so the 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 Twitter stuff that's going on. I've yeah. I've come to a conclusion about Elon Musk. All right, because the people are just upset that he runs Twitter now and he's making a bunch of changes and a bunch of rules and all that stuff. But the one thing and, and like, and I don't like, I want Twitter to stay the same, but the one thing that people are getting upset at him by, and I totally see his side on it is a bunch of people that work for him are going on Twitter and, and shitting on him and then shitting on Twitter. And then he's firing them and people are like, Oh, look at this guy. And it's like, yeah, you can't go on Twitter the thing that the guy owns and then make fun of the guy that owns the thing you're on tweeting about, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't just, you can't like, of course you got fired. Yeah. I saw that. I didn't know what the tweets are, but I did see the, you know, there is spillage going on on Twitter of Elon taking down and firing people that are tweeting. It's all very silly. that this is my theory on him. Okay? Yes. Because Elon Musk, in, in if you really think about it, Elon Musk should be, he should be like the, the freaking liberal left-wing hero. He should be the hero. Okay, sure, a lot of his projects don't work, and he called that one British guy that saved those Thai kids in a cave a pedophile. Yes, he did those things. But one... To be fair... They did drug children in a cave. Yeah. And why did that guy want to get to those children so fast? Hmm? Yeah. They spent a lot of time in that cave with kids and then they drugged them. They filled these kids with ketamine and kind of just dragged their lifeless bodies around in the water, splashing around in the water. I don't know, Mark. So he did that. He, so he, he, he banged Grimes you know, the left should love him. He's also because the, the left should love Elon Musk because he's created the only electric car that people want to buy. That pe- that there's there's people that literally want to buy these. Hey, I will not have you. I will not have you get on this podcast and disrespect the Nissan Leaf. Yeah, <laughs> the only electric car people want to buy. And I think it's possibly failed, but he's also like working on <clears throat> shingles like roof shingles that are supposed to be all like mini solar panels mm-hmm. again a thing to help you know save the environment i guess spacex is kind of like down the middle i would say but even paypal like helping out freelancers and whatnot you know democratizing how you get paid and and the ability to pay people these are not like super right-wing fascist conservative things but the right wing boys, they love the dude, right? Because he's like, he's kind of like doing the Chappelle thing where it's just like, oh, comedy sucks. Like he's got this weird thing where it's like comedy sucks because people are too woke, which is an insane thing for like the richest person in the world to care about. Like, good God. I hope if I make 10,000 more dollars a year, I stop caring about comedy, let alone hundreds of billions of dollars. But my theory yeah. is that he's a plant. He's a plant by the right wing 
to, because he or because of uh like his he's got all these left-wing things like the the electric car and the solar panels and stuff but we're against him the left wing is against him because he's such a douchebag that's a purposeful thing he's a plant by the oil companies so while he's being a douchebag he's turning everybody against him now people are against his tesla cars and anything that he runs big oil could sweep right in shane and build their ford 750 f1 750 okay and and it, co- it completely diminishes the electric car and solar panels okay making okay. us more dependent on oil all right he's a plant i mean i think I mean, it's possible big oil you know they're they're always up to no good um but i think my problem or his problem elon is that he has like his up bringing is like the perfect mixture of things you don't want to hang out with of like he had like a near death experience he had like really bad malaria or something like that and almost died from it he was like bullied as a kid and all this shit mm-hmm. like that type of mixture of stuff you know and you feel like he's he's coming up on top but he's like i don't know I feel like you want bullies to have all the money you know what i mean like i feel like you want like a real alpha fucking guy like Bezos, you know, he's real alpha. Look at that guy, you know, big mm. old bald man. Um, I don't know. This is just my theory that nerds, when you, they get a lot of money, they're just fucking weird dudes. Like these are just fucking like, it's not, they're just fucking weird people. And then they're in charge of so much because they have all this money, but they're just fucking weird people. Like Mark Zuckerberg is a fucking weirdo. Elon Musk is a fucking weirdo. They're fucking weird. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we shouldn't have put any of our trust in these people. Why was he on SNL? But I still don't understand. Why Dude. were it like, we need to get Elon? The idea <laughs> that got, he, he cares, that he cares about comedy in any way is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. He should not be online. I should, like, why is he? Why, if you have billions of dollars, why are you shit posting on Twitter? What are you, stupid? You have stuff to live for. Are you an idiot? Like, what is wrong with you? It is really sad. It is really sad that he needs to have that dopamine hit from getting, you know, you know, from being so fucking cool on Twitter and putting out those, you know, edgelord fucking tweets. It is sad because it's like, I wish he'd stop doing it because it's like, I am trying to get rich, but what's the fucking point if the richest man in the world still has to tweet to feel good about himself. Oh, yeah. I should just fucking die. Like, what the fuck is yeah. the point of being rich? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is the point? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's nobody else that really, really does that stuff. But yeah, that's all I was thinking is like, is he like a weird plant of, of where they're, they're like big oil now? Because like he does run stuff where it's like, oh, those are really good ideas. Yeah. This, the earth is dying. But we isn't he conservative probably... now? Isn't he like well? He does the bull newborn crap. conservative guy. I'm right down the middle. Or like libertarian. Uh, a little, a little libertarian, but mostly saying he he claims he's an independent and yeah. you know, crap. Like I don't know. Look, I don't care. I I I don't hate him. I don't. I don't get the people that like super hate the dude. I don't care. But why? I. It's one of those things. It's where it's like, you're. I assume if you're a billionaire, you've killed a couple of babies to get that billion. And you've mm-hmm. been on a couple of Epstein's islands to get your nut off type of thing. 
I'm just concerned that I'm hearing your name so much. If you've killed the babies and you've been on Epstein's Island, your best thing is to lay low and nobody should know your name or hear your name very few times. What is wrong with you where I'm hearing your name so much? Like, that's what bothers me about him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's one of those don't meet your heroes type of things, right? Everybody in small doses, right? I think we learned the hard way about Brett Favre. Right. Oh, Packers boy over here. (laughs) Heartbreaking. Too many pictures of me as a kid wearing a Brett Favre jersey that I got to now shred or I can't set foot in Mississippi without somebody on welfare stabbing me. So, uh, but yeah, no, Elon should have just, he was doing good with the Tesla shit. You're right, man. I mean, look what, look at what he's done. The Tesla's so popular that opened the door for now all these fucking companies are going electric without tesla there's no way all of these companies would be like you know what we should do put out an electric mustang there's no fucking way they'd be like you know what we need to do put four engines in fucking mustang switch it to damn diesel this <laughs> is... like that's yeah good for this him but then how... yeah it's, the, the twitter stuff is just so fucking weird elon musk's awful personality damaged tesla so much that he's got people that are left wing believe that climate change is like you know killing the earth and that we need to move to electric vehicles posting videos online of them going through a tesla and pointing out all the things that are wrong with them oh this rubber thing comes off oh these handles these this is cheaply made look at this piece of crap tesla these are people that to save the environment are willing to ride bicycles everywhere bicycles and you've got them online shitting on a product that they in theory would love but you suck so much that they now have to be against you or that you've turned them against you i don't know how he turned them against him he's the only one that's actually done anything like really meaningful in like the in the in business in the united states when it comes to like uh, green energy right and electric vehicles nobody else has been able to fucking do it yeah no and I thought it was crazy that, you know, Greta Thunberg has even turned on him. Did you see her thing? Oh, God. Is this real? <laughs> she was, she, she put a video, and I guess, um, I can't remember the direct quote, but it was something like, How dare you, you fucking scum piece of shit. I'd rather drive a stake through my own heart than drive a shit Tesla, you fucking piece of shit that was a bizarre time in our lives when a 12 year old sailed sailed across the atlantic on a boat uh-huh. came to our land and then he yelled at all of us that was how insane dare you? yeah how dare you my, my generation my friends will all drown in their own piss <laughs> I nothing to do with global warming that was just wild yeah. All right. Well, uh, we got to go to the Patreon side of the episode, patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. It's four bucks a month. You get extra podcast <laughs> and longer podcast. Ooh, I got something for you. How about a little tux talk, Shane? Tux talk. I got a theory on tuxedos. Oh, my God. Does it involve <laughs> Elon Musk? No, no, but I, I want I need your opinion um, as a, a man that's been to many weddings and actually owns a tux. Yes. Do you still own a tux? Or is that the one that Elena threw? <laughs> No, that was a away. that was a very expensive suit. Right. No, I still got the tux. Patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. Go um subscribe. It's only four bucks a month. All right. Bye, poor people.
Tux Talk, not to be confused with Lux Talk. That is the other podcast I'm starting. It's where me and a guest will sit on two large dick chairs. We'll do cocaine off of each other's boners. And uh, um, a bar made that is fully tatted, face tattoos, uh, mm-hmm. ear tattoos, every all of the tattoos will be serving us PBRs, and I'll be eating um, some very old and stale Cheez-Its. Lux Talk. Yeah, peanut butter Coming, and jelly night. Yes. <laughs> Coming soon.